0: Alright, 2021, I'm going to need you to, uh, you know, just tighten yourself up a little bit. You're, you're, you're a couple of weeks in and you're beginning to fumble the bag here, you know what I mean? <laughs> you, had, you had a clean slate and you are over 2020 already just by existing and uh, you're beginning to fumble the bag. In the words of Public Enemy, Chuck D, bring the noise. the fifth end podcast network i am charlie taylor and this is what's good. welcome back ladies and gentlemen hope you've all had a good week in the circumstances and those circumstances <laughs> are getting interesting <laughs> as as uh, as uh, this particular episode will be uh, very evident uh, for you um yeah man it's uh, it's been an interesting week um <laughs> as soon as i stop recording uh, uh, my first topic of the episode uh, just basically kicked off, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I, ha- I hate when that happens. I really do. I hate when that happens because, like, you know, I like to, I like to be, you know, I, I like to encapsulate the whole week. You know, what I mean, in in that sense. But uh, yeah, as soon as I finished recording, everything just kicked off over in the US, and I was just like. Well, I can have to sit on that for a week and uh, see what happens, see how it unfolds. But you know, it gives me it gives it gives me a chance to like you know marinate on some ideas and uh, or marinate some thoughts and you know uh, get the context of everything, how everyone's reacting to it. It's very, it's very interesting. So uh, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But anyway, apart from that, yeah, man, it's been a solid week uh, for me personally. Not too bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Can't complain. Relatively solid. You know, I think I feel like um. I started um well I haven't started journaling right but um I, I did I did one bit of journaling the other night right and um I can see the I can see the benefits of it yeah you know I mean I, I can see the benefits of it I can see why people do it you know what I mean journaling diary whatever you want to call it right I I can see the benefits of it. My thing is I I, I, I do it and I I can't really. The the way I think is very like uh, layered layered right it's it's very layered so you know I have like what what is in my head you know what I mean and I also have a lot of subconscious shit that I just keep in there you know what I mean just to just to just a you know just 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 to just to just to see if it will stay there you know what I mean because like, you know some 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 things don't really need to be there so you just push it back and you're like if I remember it then clearly it's on my, uh, clearly, you know, I let my mind decide, basically, I let my subconscious decide whether it's um, important or not, you know what I mean, if that makes any sense, um, so and that, that usually comes to, like, you know, optional stuff, like ideas, or, you know, just not exactly text returns, you know, I mean, that's obviously has to be done at some point, but, you know, uh, it, you push that back anyway, that's that's kind of a procrastination thing, but, um, yeah, I, I don't really, it's super late, so um. But when I journal, like I did the other day, I was just like, okay, that was cool. You know, I mean, I've put I've put it down. You know, I mean, I've put put down some put down some uh, put down some thoughts. But I'm still having those thoughts. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm still thinking about it. If that makes any sense, I I feel like I, and and you know, this maybe maybe I'm getting the the whole point of journaling a bit wrong here. Uh, maybe maybe the point of writing it down, and what, well, am I supposed to forget about it, or what, you know what I mean, am I supposed to think, write things, think things through on the page, is that, is that what I'm supposed to do, because I did that, but it's still on my mind, so uh, what was the point of it, I don't know, it, it, it's it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a it's a, it's, something I'm, it's something I'm working through, so we will see how that goes, but yeah, apart from that, solid week, can't complain, uh, but the world around me, woo, it's, it's going to the ship. Like I said, 2021, you are fumbling the lead right now. You are choking that lead. Oh my gosh, it's 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 a this is a historic lead um, choke right here. Uh, <laughs> and so it's not even February yet. Uh, but anyway, let's jump right in. Why not? Uh, full before we begin. Email, Twitter, IG, Discord, link, all that, all that, all that is in the full show notes. All the links to the articles I'm going to read this episode again in the full show notes. We have a new interlude, ladies and gentlemen. Shout to Friend of 5e, Nappy High, coming through, blessing me with this beat. I heard it on his latest album, Villains, and I was like, oh my gosh, it slapped so. So I was like, could you do me a favor? Could I get this beat? And he blessed me with it. So shout to Nappy High. New interlude music for your for your head for your head top. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed that one. And with that said, let the beat drop. And let's get into the show. In a week where several social media platforms suspend Trump to varying degrees, uh, Japan suffers a surge in COVID-19 cases, casting doubt in the Olympics. I swear, is it, am I jinxing it? Am I jinxing it? Because I did the Olympics hype episode yesterday. Uh, yesterday, last last episode, you know, I did it last year as well. At the start of twenty twenty, I was like, oh, I can't wait for Tokyo. You know, what I mean, that's obviously pre-corona, and uh, yeah, yeah, I try to do it again. I was, I was like, let me let me get ham- let me get hyped up a little bit again. Let me let me see what's up, and and then literally a couple of days later, uh, another surge of cases came uh, came across Japan. I was like, fuck, and then like an IOC official was like, I'm 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 not I'm not feeling it. It might not happen. I'm like, fuck oh come on bro come on please please the only thing I want this year is the only thing I want like every I get you you I honestly I'd be fine if we were locked down till freaking it for the rest of my life right just give me the Olympics at least please something just the Olympics that's all I ask that's all I ask two weeks of just top tier sport please I beg I beg you (laughs) All right. Um, Twelve people get arrested in Clapham Common as another anti-lockdown protest comes and goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering just like what's the point anymore um, of these people. I, I'm just, I just, I don't really see. I, I don't, I don't really get what you, what you guys are doing anymore. Like, it's, it's. You seriously like? Well, well, let's get to, let's get to, let's get to the final point, and then, we'll, then, then I'll make my case. i made my point. Uh, round out my point on that one uh social media app parlor goes offline after blacklisting apple uh google uh, blacklisting from apple google and amazon um i find that f- mad fascinating like the power that um those three companies especially have like on this front like if you have an app and it, you, if you, if if apple cuts you off in the app store you ain't getting on no iPhones like at least with android you can get an apk on there right um, but fuck it, it makes it hard and amazon, amazon boy man you need you don't need to understand how powerful their web services are you think amazon the, the 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 department in online retail store is is powerful fuck look at the web services look at aws go have a look how powerful they are netflix is powerful in itself right and guess how guess who guess who um hosts netflix Amazon Web Services. You have no idea how powerful Amazon is. It actually, it's actually scary. It's legitimately scary. Um, and lastly, UK passes 100k COVID-19 deaths, which brings me to the third one where 12 people risk got a clap in common. I'm just like, so 100,000 people have died in nearly a year uh, due to Corona, and you're still on this bullshit. Like, I, I feel, I feel like. I feel like whatever they're getting, uh, whether it's a fine or whatever, I feel like it's not. I feel like it's not even not enough. I feel like whatever, whatever they're being put on uh, in terms of like crime or whatever crime committed, I feel like, I feel like the punishment is way way less because these people are getting way too chesty. You lot need to fucking relax anyway. So, first topic. Free life, uh, one music uh, this week. Um, I really tried to diversify. I really, I, I fucking tried. I really tried to find a film and TV and sports topic. But I was just, and then the other day I got another life topic, and I was like, Fuck, it's one of those." All right, fine, fine. It is what it is it is what it is, guys. It happens. It happens. Um, but this one, yeah. So America went full America, and uh, you never go full America. Um, big up, uh, Tropic Thunder, on that, on that, on that, uh, on that uh, homage. Um, yeah. So we've all seen it, we've all seen the, uh, the, the white supremacist terrorists come through, US Capitol, you know, just ransacking the place, um, just, I, 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 don't know, bro, it's, it's, that's a level, that is a level, um, I didn't, I didn't see coming, literally, as I finished recording last episode, um, I was like seeing, I was, I just went, hopped on Twitter right quick, you know what I mean, just quickly scrolling, and I was like seeing news items, like people going like, they're storming the capital, because Trump had a rally in in the area, like a few hours before, um, and then as I stopped recording, went on Twitter, and then they started ransacking the place, um, and I was just like, oh my gosh. And then I hit up um, some uh, American homies on like a group chat, and uh, I said to them, <laughs> to kick it off because nobody said anything yet and i just kicked it off i was just like wow this episode of america is fucking nuts <laughs> and they just all went uh and you know it was just like a mixture of like depression traumatic experience watching it um but also a lot of memes like the the jokes came flowing through already like after an hour uh, it was it was it was kind of amusing but um yeah man it's crazy it's crazy to think about Crazy to think about, but not, but not exactly um, out of the realm of possibility for a country like America. You know what I'm saying? Like I've, moments like these, and I'll get to the article in a sec. This is the last thing I'll say before I get to the article. Um, it's every time I see something crazy, like fucking batshit crazy, happen in America, I always, I always think back to um, a time when I was like, how old was I? How old was I? About 17, maybe, like 16, 17 uh yeah about 16 17 right and um well actually no no 16 yeah definitely 16 actually let's lock that in 16 right and um at that time i was like uh i was beginning to see this girl right and uh, we took a walk one time and we were just like you know just getting to know each other so to speak and um i was talking about what i wanted to do at that time in life and i was like oh someday i'm gonna live in america like I said to her, I said, "Sometimes, I'm gonna, someday, I'm going to live in America, right?" And I think I've told this story before and what's good, maybe, but anyway, I was, for, for oldie but goodie. Let's just say that. So I told her, uh, um, you know, I want to go to, I want to go to America, like I want to live in America, I want to make it in America, so to speak, right? Ameri- not, not exactly American dream kind of uh, delusion, but I wanted, I wanted to, you know, just see see what was see what's going on that front, right? Um, and she said to me, um, like, why? <laughs> Why do you want to? <laughs> um, uh, like I was like, because everything I want is there at the moment, and uh, you know, my 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 trust me, my thoughts have drastically changed on this front. Um, <laughs> I I'd rather even I will be completely comfortable if I never set foot in America right now and see it. like it, 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 honestly, I'll be fine if I never if I if I died and never went to America, I'd be like okay, fine by me, that's cool. Honestly, not even not even interested. Um, but yeah, no, she 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 was really uh like why the fuck would you want to do that kind of thing and this, and she didn't even go at it from like a um you know just how crazy america is like historically or whatever um and currently at that point but um yeah she she even bro- I think she broke it down like more economically for me like it's just like a oh, do you know how much it costs over there i'm like sure fair enough um and I also mentioned London and she kind of had the exact same reaction <laughs> and I was like fair enough Um, but yeah, I I always think back to that conversation for some reason, and well, I know the reason. The reason it being, I was so interested in wanting to go to America. I I was so fascinated by it as a country, just as a you know, just as a like essence of it. It just it just fascinated me, and it makes sense, you know, from all the American TV that I used to watch back in the day and all the American music that. Um, we all consume here in Britain. Like I think, I think, I think it's actually um, not said enough of how much American culture is actually ingrained in UK life. I, I, I don't think we actually have accounted for that um, ever. Um, it's, it's very fascinating. If you really think about it, how many like, how many American TV shows did you watch? Like as a kid or um, now, music. How much Americanized you listen to? Like it's a lot. It's a lot, and uh, uh, maybe just me. It isn't just me, but maybe it's just me. Um, but anyway, let's just jump right into this because uh, this is this is mad fascinating. So uh, this is this is maybe not the best article to pick, but uh, I just found it funny <laughs> and just uh just very matter of fact. I I, I like that. It's, it's very bluntly put. Um so this is called for Black People Wednesday was just another day in America. This is by Michael Harriet from The Root. Let's just jump right in. There must be a certain stomach churning consternation that comes with watching a house made of privilege disintegrate like a sand castle at high tide, to watch the waves that keep you afloat wash over the moat that protects you, to discover that the gleaming beacon of liberty and freedom was never anything but a tiki torch. That this rickety glass house we call a democracy could be fractured by a few arbitrary stones, heav- heaved by wobbly armed cowards, emboldened by a mob mentality, fueled by a feckless egomaniac. Luckily, black people uh, came up with the name for this unsettling hangover the white privilege you experiencing, uh, experiencing Thursday. Thursday is different from Wednesday. On Wednesday, a thundering horde of white supremacists kicked in the doors of uh, the democracy factory and demanded their right to strip black voters of their constitutional rights. On Tuesday, that was called economic anxiety. But on Thursday, every news outlet in America flailed its, its arms and pointed to its presidential lynch mob as an existential threat to the peace and safety of this beloved republic. Those Thursday, Monday and Tuesday patriots, quote unquote, were suddenly transformed into terrorists and thugs. On Wednesday, everyone thought everyone was suddenly astonished, as if they had no idea that white people did all did this all the time, as if there was no Charlottesville, as if uh, as if the White Lives Matter march never happened, as if there was no such thing as a Proud Boy, as if the president has had been telegraphing this for four years. What did they think? Stand but stand down and stand by men? That the supporters of a racist, addle brained liar who venerated Confederate, Confederate traitors would betray their country based on lies and racism was as uh, inevitable as a sunrise, as unforeseen as an outcome uh, as the outcome of a well-meaning missionary trying to pet an unchained man-eating lion. All lions are man-eating. All Trump supporters are racist traitors. And what is a traitor without a coup? A white man. The ones stunned by this shocking turn of events are the same per, uh, same ones who just learned that police shoot unarmed black people when videos started popping up in their Facebook feed. They also recently discovered school underfunding, the wealth gap, voter suppression and the war on drugs. Ever since Donald Trump raised his right hand to the sky and took his sofa office, black people everywhere have been howling a futile warning at disinterested white earholes, knitting their pink hats, giggling about the Ku Klux uh, Plan bakes <laughs> disguised as disguised as political pep rallies. When we said this is how it would end, we weren't making a prediction. And he has a quote here on uh, from uh, uh, on Trump's inauguration or, inauguration day. They basically gave him a bit trade for America, which is kind of fascinating. Uh, we told you, all. we knew, we know the P, uh, the police won't uh, don't fear for their lives. Quote unquote. Uh, when white people run toward them with rabid scowls on their faces. We know Republicans will dismiss these actions and continue to appeal to these violent extremists and their delusional conspiracy theories. We know everyone who is clutching their pearls believes this uh, This will all be resolved when Joe Biden's pick for Attorney General won't do shit uh, to hold Donald Trump accountable. And is a uh, Attorney General pick, I think it's Merrick Garland, if I'm not mistaken, Quote, Why didn't the pe- police do something? They asked on Wednesday after watching how the poli- how police kicked black people in the face for an entire summer, as if they didn't know there was a double standard for how police treat white people versus how they treat black people. Before Thursday, the Castle Stormers were not insure- insurrectionists. On Tuesday, yeah, on Tuesday, Republicans like Kelly Leffler, Josh Hawley, and Ted Cruz who ginned up crowds by inciting these mutineers to join the MAGA Hunger Games, were quote-unquote Trump loyalists. The rest of the world was stunned by this wholly unremarkable thing that always happens. Black people, however, watched this with the same eyes we used to watch Kenosha County District Attorney Michael Gravely, I think it's Gravely, announced that Kenosha Police Officer Rustin Shesky would not be charged for the shooting Jacob Blake in the back seven times at point-blank range. We swallowed it with the same mouths that whistled while Wisconsin, Georgia, Arizona, and Michigan specifically counted and recounted the votes uh, from where we live, insinuating, quote, Ain't no way they voted in the exact same percentage as white people. How'd they know how to fill out the absentee ballots? (laughs) Those niggers must be up to something, unquote. Do you know how that makes us feel? It felt the same way it did in 2016, like it did when they said there was no reason to recount the votes when Stacey Abrams lost the 2018 midterms, like it did when Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton disregarded the loyalty of Democrats and chased white voters, like it did when Charlottesville, Virginia hosted a white supremacist rally and acted surprised when it turned violent, like it did when the Supreme Court dismantled the Voting Rights Act, like it did when they put uh, put a handmaid on the Supreme Court. (laughs) Like it did when uh, courts said black crack users are 100 times worse than white cocaine sniffers. Like quote-unquote welfare queens. Like quote-unquote send her back. Like quote-unquote both sides. Like quote-unquote law and order. Like quote-unquote shithole countries. Like quote-unquote tough on crime. Like quote-unquote sons of bitches. Like Wednesday. Perhaps one day someone will rank this day. Uh, right up there with the election of Donald Trump, but not higher than when Breonna Taylor was shot for not being a drug dealer, but lower than the father-son lynching team who would have been at his rally if they weren't in jail for shooting Aubrey. Arbery. Uh, for, bu- for not burglarizing a home, which still ranks near the time 40- 74 million people voted for a white supremacist president. But they pale in comparison to that time when the president of the United States said something racist. And I know you're asking, which time? Exactly. For black people, Thursdays are a lot like Mondays and Tuesdays and other days are spelled with letters of the alphabet. For black people, our survival on uh, depends on intimate knowledge of the uh, antipathy and innate hostility of white America. We know the whims of whiteness better than anyone in the world. But to be fair, the people who are stunned by America being American right, uh, are right when they say, quote unquote, this is not who we are. I I hate that. I hate hate when people say that. Uh, It's just stupid. I'm not even American I get offended by when people say that. It's just fucking stupid to say. Uh, No, there was a time when this country was a million times worse than that. As a matter of fact, black people also have a name for that period in history. We call it, quote unquote, every goddamn day. And I find I find that very succinct. I find I find this whole thing very succinct. Um, you know, it, it's kind of very similar to how you know the American friends I was talking to reacted. Like you know, there's, there's the there's the holy shit, this is happening, and then there's the washing over of wait, oh wait, <laughs> um, th- these are just white people. Okay, well well of course they're gonna do that. You know, what I mean, it's just it, it's just a, it's just an innate feeling that they have, and I completely understand where they're coming from. I completely get it. <laughs> it 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 just I I see I see the U S right as the U K on like several cans of like Red Bull and a few a few grams of Coke like it's just it's just ramped over there it's just fucking vamped like the racism here is you know very you have to be really you have to thread that fucking needle with it you really do. Like you have to look at the, you have to look someone's quote. You have to you have to listen to how they say it, and you have to break it down, just to, just to even like understand it, and then you have to put it in a way that white people can understand it. And sometimes it's just kind of impossible to do. It's just frustrating, and it takes a lot of fucking time. But America, oh my gosh, you you just see that, and it's just it's just telegraphed. It's in neon lights, racism. It's just <laughs> white power. Why supremacy? Why privilege? It's just, it's just up there in lights. It's like Las Vegas in, over there. It's just fucking. It's just all lights. See the, the the country never sleeps when it comes to racism. It's fucking great. Um, and 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 kind of and you know linking that to the UK, it kind of makes it harder because y- you can show them that, and then they're like, well, that doesn't happen in the UK. It doesn't. You're right. It doesn't. But. But I don't want to. I um, <laughs> I I I don't want to leave out the possibility. You know, what I mean, I, I I just don't want to leave out that possibility. You know what I mean, I, it's gonna get. And this is the thing. This is the, the last point, I mate. It can get worse. It it really can. It really can get worse for America. Trust me. It really can. I think I saw a headline today <clears throat> before I recorded, like um. Like white supremacists are planning like a, uh, a uh, uh, demonstrations or I forgot what they called it specifically, but yeah, let's say state demonstrations for lack of a better phrase, um, across all fifty state capitals, um. So yeah, that's so honestly, like, that that was just that, that was just the I think that was just the start, I, I honestly think like and and that's gonna happen. Uh, I think uh from sixteenth of January to inauguration day on the twentieth. Oh my gosh! Strap the fuck in, America. <laughs> strap the fuck in, because like the 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 America's getting blacker. Uh, well, okay, let's, let's let's not just blacker, but also you know just um, it, the skin is getting darker in America. Like overall, like if you zoom out, America is getting darker, and it scares the shit out of people over there. And you can say the same for the UK, but um, just a little bit, but more, but more culturally darker. Um, because it fucking should, um, you know, t- t- I can give you all the statistics if you want, I've done it before, but you know, anyway, it, it's, everything's getting darker, right, and it scares the shit out of some people, it really freaking does, and the only way they can react to it, it cause they because f- this is how they feel, they feel like they're backed up behind a corner. And we're not even. And this is. And this is kind of like the boogeyman kind of thing. They're seeing this. The, here's the imagery. They're ba- a white person backed up to the corner, and what do you do? You fight or flight, right? And you can't fly in that front, so you backlash. You 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 scream. You you throw hands. You 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 raid the U.S. Capitol, right? I'm not saying. I'm not saying that there's gonna be uh, right wing nut jobs in the U.K. that are gonna try and overthrow Parliament and try and, um, kill Diane Abbott, I mean, they send her fucking death threats every day, but, um, you know, haha, um, (laughs) but, I don't know, I don't want to leave the possibility out there, you just can't, you just can't, as, as, as both countries get darker, and I know I've put a UK tinge on this, um, just because, it's, it's how I can see it, um, you know, as, as things get darker, they see it as them being backed up in, into a corner. When, when the thing is, what's in front of them isn't threatening. We are not threatening. We, we just wanna. Do we just want our slice of the fucking pie? That's all it is. We just want our slice of the pie. We just want the equity. That's all. It, that's all it is. I, I ain't coming for your neck. It's all good, man. It's all love. You can get your tings. I want to get my tings as well. It's all good, but man, oh gee, backlash! Oh my gosh, the backlash. Ah, uh, anyway, strap the fuck in, America. Bumpy ride, soon come. So we move on to our uh, second uh, live topic of three, and uh, this is all about the new Crossfire. Um, so it's going to as of uh, January 18th. Um, this is obviously dropping on the 14th. So on January the 18th, in four days, um, it will be the 40th anniversary of the new Crossfire. And this is kind of one of those um, things I'm kind of live learning. Um, you know, I, I've heard of the new Crossfire, right? I've heard of it. Um, every anniversary I've, I've, in the past few years, I've, I've heard of it. You know, I mean, but I've, I've never actually looked it up. So I thought I'd take the opportunity, obviously as I do sometimes on this show, to do some live learning and uh, to read on what happened that day and uh, you know why, what it means and uh, you know obviously it's the 40th anniversary in a few days, so you know this was 40 years ago, 81. I can't believe the 80s are four years, 40 years ago. That's crazy to think about. That's fucking mad. Next decade is going to be 50 years. Like well, that's oh, man, the 90s are going to be 30. Shit. Fuck, 90s or 20 years ago, that's crazy to think about, absolutely mad. Um, but yeah, let's just jump right in, because uh, this is something I found, uh, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just it's from a website called Black Past, um, and yeah, it's just a little uh, breakdown of what happened, basically, like a little, just a, just a little, a, a little quick learning package, you know what I mean, not not too in-depth, but you know, just uh, get straight to the point, so uh, let's just let's do some learning right quick, because uh, I have a feeling that most people don't know about the new Crossfire. Or maybe they do, but maybe, I don't know, maybe not any depth of it. Like, like same same with me. Like, I know the surface, but I haven't actually dug into it yet. So, with that said, let's just jump right in. Um, shout out to uh, Vigilo Hunter for contrib- contributing to this one. Uh, let's just jump right in. On Sunday, January 18th, 1981, 13 black youths attending a birthday party in Deptford, South London, was killed in an alleged alleged Racially motivated house fire. The new crossfire tragedy highlighted hostility between black Britons, the police and the media. On the night of the fire, nine black youth died. By February 9th, uh, four more black teenagers had succumbed to their fire injuries. Before the new crossfire, black homes and community centres were targeted and burnt down. Many black Britons believe that the National Front, a fascist group, was responsible for those incidents as well as the new crossfire tragedy. Corroborated eyewitness accounts, uh, placed a white man in an Austin Princess vehicle, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's an amazing name for a car, Jesus, Austin Princess uh, vehicle at the New Cross fire scene. When this is stated, they threw a Molotov cocktail into the house party. Other be- others believed, however, that the fire started from a dispute between revelers. After several subsequent failed inquests by the Metropolitan Police, Black Britons were convinced that the police had failed the black community by not treating the 13 black youths' deaths seriously. Frustrated by the police's inquest on January 20th, Black Britons began organising an assembly of the people consisting of 500 Black Britons was formed to investigate the killings. A week after the fire, 2,000 mourners gathered at the Moonshot Youth Centre in South London to pay their respects and to devote themselves to the struggle for justice. It was through the Assembly of the People that Black Bereans discovered that police was forcing statements out of black youths without lawyers or parents being present. Or oh, what does that remind you reminds me of? Something? Um subsequently, the new Cross Massacre Action Group was formed and led by activist writers and civil rights campaigners John LaRose and Darkest Hell. They declared march second the Black People's Day of Action to demonstrate against the Mets mishandling of the teenagers' deaths. On March 1st, the Daily Mail, oh goody, the Daily Mail, uh, falsely reported that several of the fire survivors were arrested and would face severe charges in what Black Britain saw as an attempt to undermine the demonstration and the Black community's inquest into the house fire. On March 2nd, an estimated 20,000 demonstrators, including uh, members of the Black Panther Party, Black Parents Movement, and Black Youth Movement, marched in one of the most massive demonstrations against racial injustice in British history. For 10 hours, campaigners marched 8 miles from Fordham Park, South London, to Hyde Park, Central London, with placards saying 13 dead, nothing said, and no police cover up. Weeks after the demonstration, Swamp 81, a plain clothes uh, uh, police operation, was launched in Brixton, South London, the heart of the Blackburn community. In early April, an estimated 943 people were stopped and searched by the police under sus laws an addendum to the 1824 Vagrancy Act, and 188 black youths were arrested. Many black Britons viewed those acts uh, the state's retaliation for the Black People's Day of Action demonstration. From April to the end of summer of 81, several significant uprisings occurred in various British cities. The New Crossfire was a significant turning point in Britain in terms of black Britons. Uh, the police and the media's relationship an intergenerational alliance to expose racism, injustices and the plight of Black Britons Today, the new crossfire remains unsolved. But as Darkest House said on the 30th anniversary of the fire in 2011, it is the blaze we cannot forget. And that's it. That's in its that's in, that's in, that's in entirety, entirety. And, you know, linking to the first topic of the episode. Um. So this is this happened in 81 and this happened several, you know, fires. You know, But people throwing Molotovs and shit, burning shit down, community centers, etc, etc. Hello, mangrove, right? Constantly raiding the mangrove, right? If, if you guys have seen that, go peep it, honestly. Still there on BBC iPlayer, go peep that, or if you're um, anywhere else, Amazon Prime, right? Go peep it. That's exactly what's happening, continuously, 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 right? And this may be not about the public, right? This may not be about the public, but it's about the police and the media and who the who who in who do you think influences the public out of those three of of black people of the black British public police and the media? Who do you think has the most influence of the uh, out of the three? How would you rank? Um, how would you rank uh, the influence on the public from those three? I'll I'll help you out. Last place is Black Brins. <laughs> that's last place. That's last place. Uh, but, you know, two to one. Take your pick. You're probably correct either way um so either even even though you well as I say that just thinking about it again who who did the fire public national front and you know granted there's no national front now, right but trust me, they're there still them 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 ideals are still there somewhere. Right? You, you, and this is the problem with the UK and how, like, deeply entrenched racism is. Right, this is this is how it's it's so cloaked. It is drenched. It is drenched in in cloaking. Like, you, it's not it's not outright anymore. It's it's similar to the US. Right, here's a comparison. Right, so you have um, KKK. Right, um, we all know who they are. Right, nineteen uh nineteen tens twenties. Right. Earlier, right? They they were they were lynching black people, right? They they were they were hunting them down, right? Hunting them down, right? And then perceptions changed, right? Just a little bit, just a little bit, and they started cloaking themselves. They started becoming politicians, right? They start they started they started wearing suits. They they, they ditched the they ditched the. Uh, they ditched the cloak in the white cloaks, the white hoods, and they rocked a suit instead. Because you see a suit, and what do you think? That's all KKK moved. He's wearing a suit, but as we saw in the uh, the US Capitol raid, there were there were people that weren't that, <laughs> that weren't just you know the working class, you know, like the yee-haw crowd, right? Some of them, there were CEOs in there, there were political people in there. That you know <laughs> wolves in wolf clothing really is man, and another point I wanna give for you know the entire new crossfire thing, um, and just you know how we take in this information, like the reason why I like to talk about things like this now um and feel like they're important to talk about and important to remember specifically is to enlighten ourselves on how we have been in this country. Right uh, there was a time where you know community centers black community centers were just getting bombed for no reason firebombed for no what well, for, for 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 the reasons that you know of right and you know i'm not saying i'm not saying exactly this this can happen again or anything like that or maybe i am who knows but the point is, if you learn about it, if you know about it, and you educate other people about it, and we're all educated on it, then how can people do things, maybe not the exact same thing, but of the exact same damaging power, if not more, to the people that were affected then, and to the people that, are effect- that, will, that could be affected now? How could they do that, whatever that thing is, whatever that damaging act is, even though they know about everything else in the past? If you don't know history, you'll damn sure be doomed to repeat it. It's a cliche quote, but fucking hell if it ain't facts. I repeat to those in New Crossfire. And I guess in the World of as How it is the blaze. We cannot. And I should add on. We should not. move swiftly on to something a little bit lighter. Um, this is a uh, interest, very interesting uh, opinion piece I saw um, and I felt like it was worth talking about. Um, so this is by Mr. Sean Monahan. Uh, he's a writer and trend forecaster based in Los Angeles. Um, so yeah, <laughs> sure. And uh, it's called Video Games Have Replaced Music as the Most Important Aspect of Youth Culture. Um, so this is very fascinating. I actually have a very interesting, uh, opinion on this. And like, I've been thinking recently about like, what has, what influences me? Um, cause I was talking to some film people and, uh, they, they, they send out, they send like a tweet to everybody who's going like, um, it was something about, uh, you know, just because I don't watch films doesn't mean I can't make films. If so, something like that, you know what I mean? And it's kind of true because, Previously, my first inspiration was TV, right? I used to watch TV like a madman, um, and then it was film around like uni time, constantly went to see films um, and watch film, and now it's more music, honestly. Uh, I watch less of the prior, and I listen to a lot more music, but I'm still inspired in some way, and I still create. Um, so I just wanted to, and you know, video games is an interesting way to think about it, and um, Uh, in terms of inspiration. But obviously this is more about um, youth culture and how people grow up. But anyway, just just an interesting um, tangent I found off that. So let's jump right into this. It would be incorrect to say video games went mainstream in 2020. They've been mainstream for decades, true. But their place in pop culture feels far more central to gamers and non-gamers alike than ever before. In part, this is due to desperate mar- marketers hunting for eyeballs in the COVID landscape of cancelled events. Coachella wasn't happening, but Animal Crossing was open for business. Politicians eager to rock the vote look to video games to reach young voters, see Joe and Carmela's virtual HQ, and AOC streaming herself playing Among Us. The time-honored tradition of older politicians... Oh, that's a bar. The time on a tradition of older politicians, love that, uh, trying to seem uh, young and hip a music venue has been replaced by older politicians trying to seem young and hip by playing a video game. Yes, quarantine was part of this, but like so many trends during the pandemic, COVID didn't spark this particular trajectory uh, so much as intensify it. Long before the lockdowns, video games has had triumphed as uh, the most popular form of entertainment among young people. The writing was on the wall in November 2019 when Morning Consult, Morning Consult a consumer uh, intelligence firm, reported that controversial YouTube star PewDiePie had the same name recognition and higher favorability than super athlete LeBron James among Gen Z, uh, Gen Z, sorry, uh, American men. It was headline news. The fuck, is that true? Oh, that's depressing. That's so depressing. <laughs> um... Who's PewDiePie? Confused millennials wondered. I know who he is, but uh, God, no, no, not my cup of tea at all. Never has been. Uh, the shift was corroborated last spring when Adweek reported that the gaming industry rev- industry's revenue, $139 billion a year, um, had outstripped the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL combined. Uh, by this December lockdown, lie a further fat in the industry. The global gaming industry is set to make, uh, set to take in 180 billion dollars for 2020, a 20 percent increase in revenue, and more than sports and movies worldwide. The most fetish sized products of 2020 were gaming platforms, Nintendo Switch in the spring and the PlayStation 5 this fall. It wasn't the usual suspects lining up to score a console either. With bars and clubs closed, even the actor and legendary party girl Lindsay Lohan, <coughs> Lindsay Lohan was excited to pose uh, next to her com- compt, compt? compt PS5. Is that a word? Compt? I say copped. I know it's copped, but cop, you know, cop that, but compt? Okay. Um, there's a familiar rhythm to the release of a must-have consumer product. Days of excited internet, internet chatter in anticipation of a launch followed by days of frustrated anguish as limited supply stymies uh, surging demand. This once belonged to the iPhone, but now belongs to the gaming rigs. Being in the spotlight comes with downsides too. The highly anticipated blockbuster event of the year was Cyberpunk 2077, starring Keanu Reeves, and featuring an avant-garde soundtrack with sung by Grimes, Sophie, and ASAT Rocky. The sci-fi for, uh, for playing, uh, for play? role-playing game cost a staggering $317 million to develop. Uh, dollars. The video games now come within striking distance of the largest Hollywood production budgets. For those wondering, in brackets, most expensive movie ever made was Avatar in 2009 at $478 million. Despite all the hype and all the cash, the game flopped, promoting complaints about seizure-inducing graphics, poor performance on older consoles, and culturally insensitive content. As with last year's disastrous Cats movie, oddly rendered Gelitalia constantly create problems for even the best-laid marketing plan. With refunds issued and fixes promised by the developer CD Projekt Red. It's a weird name for a developer, CD Projekt Red. It just sounds like three things slammed together. Um, uh, it will be interesting to see if post-launch patches work for video games. They clearly failed in film with regard to cats, yet despite everything, even with refunds, the game sold 30 million copies. Across music and fashion, cultural leaders have taken note and pre- uh, begun producing Gamerbait, cultural products inspired by the aesthetic ecosystem of the gaming world. On the fashion front, Balenciaga re- <coughs> released a full 2021 collection of the form in the form of a video game. Afterworld, The Age of Tomorrow, allows users to explore a city as a store. Uh, with various non-player characters styled in the brand's newest looks. Like the video like video games themselves, the aesthetics borrow heavily from science fiction and fantasy. Plate armor shoes and boots are now available available for custom order. On the music front, Travis Scott and Lil Nas X deliver bop-buster performances on the soundtracks of video games Fortnite and Roblox respectively. With Scott's Astro World concept bringing in 12 million viewers, he had nearly doubled the audience of the 2020 MTV Music Video Awards. Video Music Awards, sorry. We're in the midst of a cultural shift. As Trevor McF- McFedries, uh, the co founder of Brud, Brud or Brood, I don't know, uh, tweeted last month, quote, Gaming is replacing music as the linchpin of emergent social scenes, and it makes everyone 30 plus uh, I, I talk to really uncomfortable, unquote where rock and hip-hop were once crucibles of style. Cyberpunk and fantasy gaming genres uh, inspired a new generation, where music venues were once the places youth movements found their most exciting form. Boomers in rock clubs, Gen X's in grunge bars, millennials in DIY warehouses, Gen Z meets up with friends online. It's unclear to me if my 20-something brother has ever been to a concert, but every night he does what most kids at his age do, goes online, Games and gossips with his friends. It's easy to forget. Video games are designed as a social exper- as, as social experiences. A PlayStation is a kind of phone too. And my brother is not alone. In a study by entertainment brand Whistle, 68% of Gen Z men uh, said gaming was an important part of their identity. Ugh. 91% uh, said they played video games regularly, and 74% said video games helped them stay connected with their friends. While the gaming industry booms, the music industry struggles with multiple overlapping crises. Uh, streaming platforms pay artists disastrously, disastrously low royalties. Venues scrap to make uh, make rent in rapidly gentrifying cities, from London to Los Angeles. And COVID bars artists. COVID bars artists. So, oh, COVID bars artists, right? From making any money whatsoever but from live performances. But gaming wins can't be chalked up to the difficulties in other culture industries alone it's difficult not to look at the graphics of the latest video games like the witcher call of duty or control and see some of the most compelling imagery of our age as much as it may disturb any people if music was the most important form of youth culture in the 20th century video games seem slated to be the most important in the 21st hmm that's a great finish. That's a this is a great article. I, 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 that was a good opinion piece. I really, really, really get a good one. But uh, I think I think that's a generally very, uh, very, very uh, in depth thought about it. Um, yeah, it's really got me thinking. Actually, I I feel personally for me, right, um, music wasn't actually a thing for me. I did I didn't really have music as my, as part of, I didn't really, you know, singe that into my identity as much as I do now, like, hip-hop music is, you know, a lot of, not a lot, is, <laughs> is, is a part of my identity right, right now, right, it wasn't, like, five, six years ago, it wasn't, right, until five, six years ago, it really wasn't, um, I didn't really feel I had an identity until then, to be completely honest with you, I was kind of one of those kids, like, that was, you know, into a lot of things, but not really, you know, die hard for a lot of things, um, you know, if i wasn't watching tv i was playing i was playing games right It was one of the two um and you know i played games regularly um you know from apart from you know once um xbox 1 ps4 era um consoles came through i kind of stopped playing games but i've always kept up you know what i mean on on the pulse I always kept a finger on the pulse of what's happening what's going on um so yeah, you know, there's a lot of things I've been on the outside in looking at, um, but that's kind of that's very fascinating thinking about like how, and I think it makes sense. I think I think there's a good argument you can make for that uh, for all of it. Um, man, that's great. That sounds. It's really got me thinking. Like I feel I feel like um I don't have enough time to actually fully um, think about it properly, uh, which is rare. But um. Yeah, that's a, real, that's a real interesting overall thought to think about, like, how in the future, not just now, right, but in the future, because I'm 24, right, if someone was 15, if I was 15, what would I be doing? You know, I'd probably be playing video games, and again, right, I was that kid, I was playing video games, but I didn't really consider it as, you know, quote-unquote, part of my identity, right, you know what I mean, I was, and I guess... That's partly down to how games have evolved over the past ten years. I really do think, like the, the, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Like you know, with stuff like Fortnite, right? That that that's going to go on f- for as long as you know, Epic Games can possibly d- stretch it for, right? You know, they do seasons. You know, what I mean, they change the map d- uh, dramatically. You know, what I mean, it's the same game, but you know, they change things. You know, what I mean, they nerf they nerf, they nerf things, they buff things. Um, you know they constantly change things, right? Add new weapons, whatever, right? Uh, skins, you know, what I mean, to make yourself look cool, you know, what I mean, just um, variety, just variety. Um, same with stuff like NBA Two K, um, uh, COD. Uh, what? Well, well, I forgot what the I forgot what their uh, their uh, battle royale was called. Um, Apex Legends, right? Stuff like this, Rocky League, right? These are these are games that are just like there among us in some way, right? Back in the day, you just get a game, you play the game, maybe you replay it a few times, right? Maybe you replay it. I replayed like a Metal Gear Solid 2 constantly, love that game, right? But after the game, what else is there? You know what I mean? So with something like a Fortnite, you play the game, and then you play the game, then you play the game, then you play the game, then you play the game. game. You've you've played like you've played like twenty games in, in, in the same in the same night. You know what I mean? It's 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 different. The model has changed in that way, and I'm not saying this is for. for and, and I think the, I think the the chasm between something like, you know, a quick game of something like a Fortnite, um, or you know, as a more classic comparison, like a Mario, right? or Mario Kart, right? Let's say Mario Kart because that's obviously a better, better representation. right? That's a more throwback version, but you know, similar model, right? You have those, and those have just become like, the thing. But on the other side, you also have them big blockbuster games like Cyberpunk, uh, The Witcher, right? um, Last of Us, Uncharted, etc. etc. Uh, Metal Gear Solid in some way, right? You have those games, you play them, and you're done. Again, you're done, right? Um... But I feel like there's not many things in the middle anymore it's either a it's it's kind of like the same with films it's either a blockbuster or it's going straight to streaming there's no there's no in the middle like there's no independent film going uh going to the to the audience my local audience That's not gonna happen anymore it's all just gonna be blockbuster shit You know what I mean so it's really fascinating to think about and i have, I, I think i've really thought about this like fully i feel like there's so much more to think about this and also like the future about it you know what i mean like i don't i don't i love my music but i can i can see why music isn't the main thing anymore for people uh, for for the use i can see it i can understand that um i just wonder how that's going to influence everything else like is 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 music cuz the sound going to change like are films going to change? Are TV shows going to change? They trying to, they're going to try and cater to, you know, gamers, quote unquote gamers. And you know, I know a lot of people. You know, I've got friends who have the Xbox um, Series X right now or PlayStation Five, right? You know, they game, they game on a regular. I'm sure they do, but they're not gamers, right? I don't, I don't think they'd put a gamer as part of their identity. I don't think they'd put out that, 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 you know, if you have five identities, right? um... You know, racial or political, whatever you want to think, right? I don't think gamer they, they put that in their top five, but apparently the used do. Do they have music in there? Probably not. I'm not sure. I didn't. I really didn't. But it's just it's just fascinating for me to think about because um yeah, wow, I'm I'm stumped. I'm am really stumped. Maybe I'll talk about this some other day, uh, some other episode. But um, yeah, this is uh. I feel like I need to think this through, maybe I'll take it to Digging Digits because um, obviously that's about that's about hip hop music, and I feel like this is a good, uh, good thing to talk about. So maybe I'll take it over there someday. Um, I'll I'll keep you posted on that front. But uh, yeah, damn! Shout out to Sean on that one. That was good. That was that was real. That was real. That was real good thought. Real good thought process on that one for me. And now we finish uh, with our final life topic, and uh, yeah, this this was the one that basically just <laughs> basically just broke my back on the uh, on the like, on the variety of show front. I was just like, you know, I was desperately trying to find a film and TV or a sports topic. I was like, I was like scaring all my places. I was like, eh, ah, nah, yeah, it's alright, it's not great. Like, you know, what I mean, it's just not 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 punchy enough. And then came this fucking school meals bullshit. What the fuck is this? What am I looking... I'm looking at a picture of, like, you know, the school meal... Um, a free school meal pack sent to children. It is... Uh, it is depressing. It is so depressing what it looks like. It's shit. Um, so, this is just some one I found that... Uh, I could have gotten several articles, but I just got this one because it was... Uh, I feel like it was good to get um, uh, mothers, um, you know, of free uh, oh, subscribe to the free school meals for their youths um and what they think about it so i think this is a good place to go um so this is a what am i supposed to make with this parents on schools meagre food parcels this is by molly blackhall uh via the guardian let's just jump right in because this is crazy so the government and uh the the catering companies is hired have come under fire after photographs of free school meals parcels were circulated online the food packages sent to children who qualify for free school meals and on remote learning because of the national lockdown were not considered to contain enough high-quality food. The Department of Education said it was looking into the issue and that, quote, parcels should be nutritious and contain a varied range of food, unquote. Four families who are eligible for food parcels shared their their response. Um, Mother of three, Karen Phillips, 33, has been forced to spend her rent money on her children's lunches after receiving a, quote-unquote, disgraceful food parcel from her school last week. The parcel intended to last her 12-year-old daughter all week, didn't contain any carbohydrates except two potatoes, alongside one onion, two peppers, a satsuma, single tomato, and carrot, and two eggs wrapped in cling film. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, The parcel also included one small tub of soup, uh, soup powder, ugh, what? Soup powder? What the fuck is that? I've never even had soup powder, you know. I've had some struggle meals in my life, but soup powder? Fuck off. Uh, the same size tub of tu- uh, tuna mayo and a small bag of grated cheese. Oh my gosh, what a depressing look. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the picture. You see, that's fucking depressing. I also, uh, I saw one with like three frubes. <laughs> Froobs, guys, frubes. I love my froubs, man. Froobs was lit. Free... Come on, man! At least, if if you if yeah, come on, man! It's it's five. If it's a weekday, you know what I mean. Five. It's five days in a weekday. At least give five frubes. At least three. You are fucking libbies. Anyway, um, quote. I phoned the school straight away and said, "What am I supposed to make with this?" They 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 said they had complained to their suppliers and were going to start doing food vouchers instead, but they haven't told us uh, when they'll be getting them. There were no instructions about what I can make with the food, and the school had no idea, said Phillips, who lives in Berkshire as a full-time parent. I'd like to, quote, I'd like to know how the catering company are getting away with this," she added, uh, unquote. Uh, to her two children at primary school had not have not yet been offered anything. Quote, I told the teacher that I was going to use my rent money to pay for our daughter's school dinners, but the teacher said she couldn't help, she said. Uh, it makes things so difficult with homeschooling children as well. You don't need the added stress of wondering if you can feed your kids. Uh, Sarah, 36-year-old mother in Birmingham, said she thought her parcel was a bit of an insult, uh, "quote unquote," when it was delivered from her daughter's secondary school this week. The package didn't contain any fresh food except two potatoes. It also included bagels, which, while they were frozen, were nine months out of date. Fuck me. Wow with the parcel supposedly costing fifteen quid for one child uh, from the government, Sarah said she could not understand where the extra money had gone. Quote, I know it's free and it does help, but they're getting government funding to do this, she said. Where does the money go if this is where they're giving people what they're giving people? It's a bit disappointing, unquote. For her three children in high school, Caroline Mac- uh, McMullen, forty two, received a quote small loaf of bread. Apple juice, one apple each, a bag with a handful of pasta each. (laughs) Fuck, handful of pasta. Three small bags of raisins, cheese slices, a tub of butter, and three tins of beans, unquote, which was supposed to last for ten days. Ten days. Oh, wow. Other than three apples, there wasn't any fresh fruit or vegetables included. I, I, the fascinating thing about this is the variety of crap like this is like it's not even the same thing like th- there's all these are all different packages what the fuck is going on oh my gosh the planning is terrible quote i've been, i've seen parents giving negative reviews of their parcels on twitter but i think at least you've got a tomato i didn't get a single one said mcmullen who lives in blackpool because of COVID, I'm trying to force as much fruit, uh, fruit and veg down the kids' mouths as possible to keep their immune systems up. To give them pasta and raisins is disgusting. Let's oh, oh, that's not, that's not shit on pasta. Pasta's fire. But anyway, yeah, raisins. Fuck raisins. Uh, McMullen said the food would not go far enough to keep her children fed for the 10-day period. Quote, it's totally shocking, she, sh- she said. I have a 14-year-old lad that eats meat out of the house and ho- uh, and home. Uh, how do I tell him he's only got an apple? It's not even a bag of pasta. It's a handful in a bag, unquote. She's also concerned that the school is not able to deliver the parcels. After the school confirmed another case of coronavirus on Tuesday morning, uh, she said she was worried about having to travel into the school to collect food. Quote, what's the point in keeping the kids off school if I have to go in? I feel like I have to choose between letting them starve or risk getting infections, he said. Other parents were concerned that the limited supplies of, and lack of choice in the parcels would mean that the children, the children with dietary requirements could not benefit. Oh, we haven't even scratched that surface. Fuck me. We haven't even scratched, you know, diet, dietary requirements. Oh, gosh. Um, in Reading, one of Sharon, name has been changed, uh, three children has uh, Prader-Willi syndrome, uh, a medical condition that means his diet is heavily restricted quote, it's totally pointless me accepting the food parcel of potatoes and saureen snacks, pasta and beans when he is unable to eat any of it due to his dietary requirements, she said, uh, unquote. Sharon is yet to receive her parcel, but has emailed her son's school to see if they can adapt it for her son's needs. For families like hers, Sharon said the voucher system was much more effective as well as being better value for money, quote, at least with a voucher, I am able to buy food. He is actually allowed to eat. Uh, when you're given food, you can you can't eat. It's a waste. It should be it should be more of a blanket policy. The vouchers are much easier. They allow you to utilize the scheme for your family. Um, so as I look up what Prader-Willi syndrome is, because I really want to just know what what it is. Um, I I just I I'm so dumbfounded by this. Like, I'm, I'm super dumbfounded. Like, the level of ineptitude on this is actually fucking mad. Like, I thought uni students were getting shift, sh- uh, shafted during this uh, whole, whole thing. Like, if you've, if you ain't a uni student, you've probably forgotten how fucking tragic uni student life is right now. Like, you're just stuck at home. You're just stuck at home. Like, what are you doing? You ain't clubbing. You ain't doing nothing. Uh, it's, it's it's mad. All right. So uh, Prader-Willi syndrome is a rare genetic condition that causes a wide range of physical symptoms, learning difficulties, and behavioral problems. Uh, it's usually noticed after birth. Sy- symptoms include excessive appetite and overeating, which can lead to dangerous weight gain, restrictory growth, floppiness caused by weak muscles, uh, learning difficulties, lack of sexual development, behavioral problems such as temper tantrums and stubbornness. Um, so, oh, my, oh that's just a that's just a poor. <laughs> That's just a fu- uh, fuck-ton of uh, things right there. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. So, uh, it's called PWS. Um, a genetic disorder called by loss of function and genes. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, so... <sighs> I mean, what a way to end this pod. Like, this, is, this has been a fucking crazy-ass pod. Like, this is, this is a crazy episode. Like, there's just so much shit. So much shit. And then, like, just... And then I've just had to, so many things to think about in this episode alone. Like, it's crazy to think about. Um, it's it's just mad. Like, I I I don't understand the level of ineptitude. Like you think, you would think just lash vouchers, right? Just just corroborate with whatever local supermarket. Just here's what you do. And I'm not, you know, I feel like this is a very simple way to go about it, right? I'm not I'm not trying to be, you know, the actually guy, right? I'm Not trying to be the, the get on a pedestal. But I feel like this is the sim- simplest way to do it. Every school, primary school, high school, etc. Right? Every school corroborates with the local supermarket, the nearest supermarket. Right? Sainsbury's, Asda's, Morrison's, Tesco, whatever, whatever the local supermarket is. You co- every school uh, in in that radius corroborates and uh, conversates with that uh, with that uh, supermarket, and then the government allows the voucher giving. From that supermarket to that school, and then they dole it out to the parents of whatever families, etc. etc. Right? That's it. Job done. Job fucking done. They get their vouchers, they go to the local supermarket and buy whatever the fuck they need for the school meals, right? And you know, it's not a stupid amount of money. It's like, was it 30 quid, 15 quid for each child, something like that? Yeah, you know, not much, right? They can just go to the supermarket because they have to go to the supermarket at some point in their life. You know what I mean? It's, we can't all do a cardo, right? You go to the supermarket, you cop the school meals, job done. Everyone, and and if they neglect the ch- children, then f- fuck. You know what I mean? That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a child services issue, right? And you deal with that accordingly. But hello, guys. Come on. These pictures are depressing, these pictures are depressing. And I know you guys have seen it if you live in the UK. You have seen it. You have seen, uh, you know, them comparison ones where, like, uh, this is what I can buy for 30 quid. This is what the government bought for 30 quid. It's, it's depressing. It's depressing to think about. I'm so glad I don't have a kid. I'm so glad I'm not in school. Like, it's, it's just fucking idiotic. It is super idiotic. Oh, man. I can't fathom. I can't fathom the irritation. Ah oh, man, I'd be fucking livid. I'd actually be livid, man. Honestly. like oh, Fuck this government, bro. They're they, they just taking every L possible. Like, Jesus. It's not hard. Just give them fucking vouchers, bro. It's not hard. Ah oh, man. All right, I'm done. I'm finished. Let me just finish there. Jesus Christ. All right, ladies and gentlemen. From the Fifth Film Podcast Network, i would Richard. say this one was good. Intro music has been too much by Vanilla. Thanks to Chillbreakers for uh, ability to use that song. Uh, you can find both uh, Chillbreakers discography and uh, Vanilla's discography uh, in the full show notes. Thanks to Nappy Hire, friend of Five E, for lashing his beat. Charismatic. You can find his. Uh, you can find his link. <laughs> I, I don't. I haven't even asked what link he wants. <laughs> you can have. You can find his uh, music uh, via his uh, link in the full show notes. And yeah. Head of an episode a lot of learning that always needs to be done and a lot of reckoning that needs to be done as well so with that said i hope you guys do both have a great week i should always try and do the same but until the next time take it easy ladies and gentlemen